Inside Fitness Now with Ina and Raina. The inside scoop on everything fitness. Inside Fitness is everything you need to know. Now, Straight Talk with Ina. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Straight Talk. I'm Ina Koppel. And I'm Raina Butler. So on today's Straight Talk, the topic that was chosen for the Straight Talk is belly fat. How to get rid of belly fat. That is the most popular topic that came in for this week's Straight Talk. I have addressed this through my whole career. And no matter what I do in the gym, this is always the first request of the member, male or female. And I actually did a, uh, a live talk, straight talk, where we address this. Let me tell you something. We all know the reality, right? We know that this state of being is not going to be forever. You will face illness. You will age. You will miss these days. You will not care about some belly fat. And if life hasn't taught you yet, it will. And I'm done sweating over it, you know? So... We should really just focus on building our strength. And if it comes with a little bit of body fat, well, then so what? I'm still trying to figure out why anyone cares about their belly fat. I did notice something the other day when I was walking with a friend. um, And I've seen this before. When a woman is not happy with her body, it's usually the belly fat that bothers her more than a woman who has fat on her butt. And I think the reason is because she can see it. And she references it. So I was walking with someone and they kept looking down at their belly fat. They kept pulling on their shirt and they kept trying to hide it. And although we weren't talking about it, I could see that she was distracted from our conversation because she kept looking at her belly fat. And in her face, I saw that she was unhappy with herself. Yeah. And it's a real thing, Raina. It's really interesting that this would be the thing that would bother women. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's so many other parts of the body's that looks worse in clothes. Mm. It's so interesting that women choose to focus on this. And why is a little bit of body fat defining the person enough to way they feel bad about themselves? Like they don't, you know, they might be extremely talented in other things. They're amazing human beings, but if they have belly fat, it completely defines them. I am still to this day, because I'm somebody who carries fat in my belly. That's just genetic. It ruins all my outfits when I gain weight. It doesn't go to my boobs. It doesn't go to my butt. But I think that if it did go to my butt, because I wouldn't see it as much, maybe looking at the fact, maybe these women looking at the belly fat is what makes it more of a concern to them. Because like, I had people who had like way bigger problems than belly fat in terms of health coming to the gym. And the first thing they wanted to address was the belly fat. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's just nutrition. But you should worry about the fact that you can barely walk and you can't breathe when you do exercise. You know what I mean? But no, no. You don't think this is like a stereotype? Like belly fat being such a problem or people wanting abs so badly? I feel like we're, aren't we sick of that yet? You know, that was like maybe a thing in the 90s. I don't know. Are we past that? Can we choose a different body part? I don't think that's gone anywhere. When is it going to be like, damn, you have amazing forearms? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a guy thing. Guys are like that. That's true. That's true. Okay, fine. We'll talk about belly fat again. Here's the other deal before I tell you how to get rid of it. You got to actually do it. The people who complain about their belly fat are not willing to put in the work to get rid of it permanently. So if I'm going to give you advice on it, you actually have to do it. And what I think with many of the people that I tried to help with fat loss, 
is that they had a bigger problem. They weren't disciplined, they were lazy, and they wanted things to come quick and easy. You know what? They really liked, they really liked when they were sick and they had the flu or a stomach flu and they were like, but look how skinny I look. Meanwhile, they've got dark circles under their eyes, their skin looks like hell, they look like crap. But hey, the belly's a little flatter, so I look great. And I'm looking at them like, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. And if nothing else, this pandemic should have taught people that it is not that important. But yet, I have clients and friends who define themselves by the little inch of fat that's on their belly. And I'm shocked. My grandmother would have told you that without that little bit of fat, you're not a woman. So my grandma's right. Just ask Danny. This is really, really, it's a little sad that you think in 2020, we've come so far in so many ways that this would define someone and how they feel about themselves. Yeah. It's depressing. It is depressing because I watch women's faces change when they look at their body and they're not happy with it. And I look at them and I think they're beautiful and they're capable and they're funny and they're smart and look at all these awesome things about them. And they're like, you know, my my, I'm so fat. And they just like literally pinch like two inches and they're like, I'm so fat as if their whole body is. And it's like, and, and, and so what if you are? And so what if you have it? What is the point of that focus? If you're not happy, do something about it. But to define yourself with it, you're almost undoing all the good work, all the motivation of actually starting an exercise and nutrition program. In my experience, there's no way that you can stay motivated on a plan that's driven by negativity. So if your whole diet is about deprivation and your whole body image is tied around becoming smaller or that you're not good enough at your exercise or not good enough or not consistent enough about your nutrition and the measurement is that inch of belly fat and you're coming from a negative place, you're not going to take to it. You'll weigh, you'll be way better off you know, sticking to a plan that's doable, that's flexible, that has smaller measured progress and a plan where you're not coming off deprivation, you know, here's how you lose belly fat. Yeah. Give us a detailed Fine. Okay. So that being said, because they're not really listening to this part. Okay. What you have to do is change your diet. Now, all of you who are not going to do that, please stop the podcast now and fast forward to the end. Go. Okay, the rest of you that are still with us. Here's the very basic thing that you have to do with your diet, and I don't have to know what you're doing. The first thing you have to do is add the things that are missing from your diet, not take away. Let's first focus on adding the things that you need to do. You need to add protein. You need to eat protein in every single meal. Okay, can you give us an example of the best kinds of proteins? Okay, so if you can tolerate meat, so I would say the basic meats, the things that you would want your children to eat, your chicken, your fish, your beef, you know, we can talk about reducing fat later. Right now we're talking about increasing, you know, protein. So I would suggest the whey protein shake because most people are not getting enough protein. And if you don't have enough protein, you're not preserving your muscle and you're missing one of the biggest components of nutrition. So you have to focus on first meeting your protein goals. And if you're exercising, that's about one gram per body weight. Okay, great. What about yogurt? Yogurt is great. You can choose a low-fat yogurt. You can even add, your, you know, protein powder to it. I used to start my day with yogurt when I was at work, um, eggs, 
you guys know what you're doing. You have to first commit to eating protein in every meal. That'll keep you more satiated and it'll help you meet your goal by the end of the day so that you're eating about every three to four hours. Five hours is too long. Once you've gone five hours, it's too long and you're more likely to make mistakes with how you eat. You've dropped your energy levels, affects your blood sugar. Really, just pretend that you're your kids and feed yourself like you would want your kids to ideally eat. You would never let your kids go five hours without eating and just drink coffee. This is what I tell everyone. There's no secret to this. You're just being lazy. You know, we're talking about now, not people who are seeing a nutritionist professionally. We're just talking about your average person who's exercising in the gym. And the first thing that you need to do is that you really need to improve your protein consumption. So once you do that, you'll be more satiated. You won't be craving as much and you'll be recovered from your workouts. So you start by adding protein and then you start to add some fiber to your diet. You know, in terms of drinking, everything counts. People are obsessed with water. Stop walking around with a jug of water. That's just silly. You'll wash out your electrolytes. It doesn't make sense. Just drink normally when you're thirsty. Don't overfocus on that. So I would increase your protein. I would add some fiber to your diet. I would put your carbs around your workout. Okay, what kind of carbs you suggest and what kind of workouts to lose belly fat? I know I'm waiting for that part. Oh, well, okay. I'm not a nutritionist, so this isn't like an official nutritional plan here. This is just common sense and what I've done for myself. So I put my carbs around my workout so that it's going to get used for fuel and recovery. Um, I switched to Ezekiel bread. I really liked the fiber and, you know, the taste and, and the density of the Ezekiel bread. So I've added that in. I added Cheerios um, around my workouts just in a Ziploc when I was, you know, hungry, things like that. And I added spinach to my diet um, for fiber. But um, I would say that you have to have your carbs around your workout and the types of workouts you'll be doing in the beginning if you really want to lose fat is you have to improve your strength. So you have to strength train more because muscle will burn calories for you at rest. And you have to increase your your resting metabolic rate and um, the rate at which you burn calories. And then I would throw in some fat-burning workouts, something that you enjoy, but something that does not compromise your strength training. So if you're training on Monday and it's a heavy strength training workout and you're wiped out, the next day you've got to take off. Or if it makes you feel good to do 20 minutes of walking and some slow, like kind of low-intensity stuff, fine. You'll get some fat-burning effects from that take a walk, do a recumbent bike. If you want to dedicate a day to cardio, then you need to recover from that cardio if it's going to be high intensity. Make sure you don't walk away sore. So, you know, maybe you add like prowler pushing or your favorite hit class once a week and you're strength training three days a week. That would seem ideal to me. If you have a dance class that you love, You could do that once or twice a week. Once it's starting to fatigue you, you see people always think they're losing weight from cardio, but they don't realize they're losing weight in muscle and they're losing water weight. And what they're doing is damaging and, 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 ruining the investment they, they made into muscle. And so they're never going to be happy with how they look. I mean, it's just, it looks gross when a woman gets rid of all her body fat. All, you know, they try to show me like, look, look how skinny I am. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to see your anatomy. Like, I don't want to look at a skeleton. I, and it's sad. They look like hell. The skin is sagging. They're not happy with themselves. So they continue to propel themselves into the state of where they're losing more and more weight because then their body image becomes distorted. And so my recommendation to lose belly fat would first to be increase your freaking strength. What don't you understand about the fact that if you become stronger, you can run 
better. You can cycle faster. You can burn more calories. If I'm not strong enough, I'm not going to start cardio. You lose fat by building muscle. I believe you once straight talked to me about this personally, and you compared it to a car. Can we talk about that a little bit? I don't remember, but I'm sure I yelled at you multiple times. Yes. I believe you said that once you get stronger, you become like a car. So you could have a V6 engine, you could have a V8. Mm-hmm. And when you asked me what my goal was, I said, I personally V6, V8 is very nice, but I want to be a Hemi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so you are. <laughs> what Rain is talking about is the comparison that we make where when you first start and you're not strong, you have a V4 engine. And when you gain some muscle, your engine gets bigger and it can go faster. And that's a V8 engine. And even though people argue with me about, hey, it's a bigger engine, it weighs more. Uh, yeah. Which car goes faster? Right. So if you can go faster, work harder, you can burn more fat. You know, a lot of people used to come into the gym and fade in the first 10 minutes of the warm-up. And then what was the rest of the class like for them? Modified. So if you're modifying your workout and you can't go all out, what is the missing factor there? Muscle mass. What should you do? Get stronger. Is everyone following me? Is this too hard? I know we're talking about belly fat. It's really interesting. You're talking about HIT. You're talking about low-intensity exercises, you're talking about getting strong. You haven't mentioned one thing about a crunch mm-hmm. or anything like that. Right, right. So doing crunches, doing ab work is once we've gotten rid of some fat and you want to have some definition. Now, I'm not into crunches because I found that over the years, um, it just it made people hurt. If you had back issues, it irritated your back issues. And um, Flexing the spine is never a good idea, so we prefer planks. Um, We prefer exercises that train your abs. Actually, my abs get the most sore when I do deadlifts or chin-ups. Does anyone Mm. else feel that? Because you're, you're bracing your abs hard as hell when you're weightlifting. That's what the belt is for, everyone. You know how people, you know, people did those waist trainers. The reason they don't work is because you're not bracing against weight. If you increase the weight on the bar or you increase the weight that you're training with, your abs will have to work harder to brace harder. The belt helps you brace harder. So wait, you're telling me Kim Kardashian's waist is not that small from a waist trainer? No, that's genetics. Mind blown. You're right. <laughs> Shout out to the Kardashians. Though, yeah. They're just a lot anyway, of fun. Anyway, yeah, totally fine. Totally <laughs> fine. So I would suggest like there are some very, very basic things that people are not doing. And and the reason isn't because it doesn't work. The reason is because you're not working. And believe me, I have been there. I have been there where I'm too freaking lazy and the thought of starting to eat better is torture to me. I hate it. If you ever hung around in the gym with me, you'd say, you know, why are you eating a turkey sandwich at 7 a.m.? And I'd be like, I freaking hate regular food. Like, I can't eat diet food. I can't eat healthy food too much. It makes me grumpy. I live off pizza. Now, what do I do when I want to lose some belly fat? The first thing I do is not take away pizza because, duh, I add away protein shake. It's much easier for me to go downstairs and start committing to better nutrition when I'm adding good food versus taking away. You naturally just take away the food that, you know, that you shouldn't be eating by the fact that you'll be full from good food. So if you're going to start, you have to make the decision. You don't need to tell anyone either. Don't start posting it everywhere because you're making yourself accountable. That's just a sure failure. That's what I find is that most of my people, because you're not going to get support. People are freaking jealous or they're frustrated with themselves. So keep it a private thing. Make yourself a protein shake. Do yourself a favor. Cut up vegetables for the week. 
you know what to do. Here's my best advice. Ask yourself, is this something I would give my children? Would I allow my children to eat this crap this often? Would I take away this much food from my children? Would I let my children go this long without eating? Those of you who are parents, you're trying to force vegetables down your kid's throat, right? You're not trying to shove junk food or depriving them of food or telling them you're going to go five, six hours without eating and you're only going to have this Splenda and this coffee. It's not going to work. Yeah, sure. All right. You'll lose some body weight from liquid and the fact you're breaking down your muscle, but you'll be back in the same hole. And the people who get used to living off very little food are freaking miserable. They're miserable. You ever eat a slice of pizza and you're like, oh my God, magic. Yes. Many times you had a slice of pizza and like, you know, when they shock someone <laughs> yeah. with the AED machine, Yeah, it feels that way. Yeah. You got a good slice though. Yeah. Belly fat. If you want to start with me here and you want to start now, the first thing I want you to do is get yourself a whey protein shake. You need to get yourself onto whey protein powder so that it's an easy way for you to get the nutrition you need. Next, you have to start incorporating more protein in your meals and add more vegetables to your meals. If you're going to eat carbs, eat it around your workout. Oh wait, you're not working out? Well, that's the second problem we have to address in the next episode of Straight Talk. You've been listening to Inside Fitness Now with Ina and Raina. The inside scoop on everything fitness. On Instagram, Facebook, and podcast. Inside Fitness Now.